What if you could learn to live more fully now? What if you could come from a place of peaceful power and stay grounded even in the toughest situations? My name's Austin. I am the host of the new podcast called Power of Pure Presence. Join me each week and let's embark on a new journey together when we learn to harness the power of pure presence and live more fully in the moment. Before we jump into the podcast, I have a quick disclaimer and an opportunity for you. During the course of this podcast, you will hear many pauses. These pauses were left here intentionally. Each pause provides an opportunity for you to practice presence real time, no matter where you are in the world. Some pauses are initiated and you will be asked to pause and breathe. Others will seem to happen out of nowhere. However, use each pause with intentionality. Use each pause to deepen your presence. This audio is taken from a live stream, Power of Pure Presence, that streams live every Sunday at 10 a.m. on E360 TV, Apple TV, Amazon Fire TV, Roku, and many other platforms around the world. Each broadcast is streamed live from a location out in nature. You will hear sounds, nature, people. Each broadcast is an opportunity to practice presence. While most of the audio is very good and the connection is good, there are moments where those pauses happen. We encourage you to use those pauses to practice presence wherever you are in the world. Let's jump in. Pause and breathe as you tune in today. Welcome. My name's Austin. This is power of pure presence. Live life fully now. Come from a place of peaceful power and stay grounded even in the toughest situations. More importantly, learn to live more in the moment by harnessing the power of pure presence. Say that you will. Today is a deep dive into living in the moment to find and cultivate happiness right now. I have a story for you. I have a card that I'm going to read from. And if you're here, type in the chat, pause and breathe. Just as we opened, if you are live, type in the chat, pause and breathe, hashtag pause and breathe. For those of you that have been with the show every week, you know that we cultivate the power of breath throughout the show. We talked about how the tree during the most violent storms, the branches on the top may kick, they may violently shake, but the roots lay grounded. We talked about the metaphor of that deep breath that allows your belly to expand and allows you to go deep 
into, into the unflappable part of yourself. We're going to pause throughout the show to pause and breathe. We're going to cultivate the power of pure presence now. There'll be pauses. There'll be reflections. There'll be many things in the chat. I want you to type in whatever's coming through for you, even in this moment. The location. I am on the grounds, and I'll, I'm going to pan around right now so you can see it. This is Washington Crossing State Park. This is on the New Jersey side. This is where George Washington, on the fateful night in 1776, on Christmas, they crossed the icy Delaware. Men and horses, cannons, artillery for 10 hours straight to land in this location. And then on Christmas Day, they trekked nine miles up to Trenton and took over the Hessian forces. And the rest, as they say, was, was history. But here I am today on the site of that location that has such historic significance in United States culture, as does George Washington and that incredible battle. And you think about the battle, do you have a battle in your mind? You know, there's, is there a battle in your mind? Is there a chase and race, strive and drive happening in your mind to get to that future destination? Are you hyper-focused on the future? Let's take a moment to do what we do each show is to dial in to the present moment using the hourglass. Every time I get to discuss the hourglass, it speaks back to me. Let it speak to you today. The present moment is always unfolding for us. For us. I use the word for us. The future has yet to come. The past is already done. We want to spend most of our time here. What I found that this ease of our time, everybody's here, hyper focused to get somewhere. We're, think about it. Stop and think about it for a moment. And I got a heartwarming story, heart touching story. And it is heartwarming, actually, when you dig deep. Think about it. Are you consistently trying to get somewhere else because of the illusion that the somewhere else is somehow better than where you are right now? Now, while for some of you there, that may be relevant because maybe you're in like a really bad situation, a fight or flight or a life or death situation, like as in a battle. But what I found is that most people are not. Most people are not in a state where it's fight or flight. However, their brains and their nervous system are in a state of fight or flight. And we're obsessively trying to get to the future moment. It's like trying to jump from here to the top of this grain of sand, thinking that that's going to make now better. But when this grain of sand flows through, our state of mind and our intention in the moment is what adds color to it. 
So if we can condition ourselves through this show to live more in the present moment, we are letting life in at the point it's coming through, not here. So imagine life is unfolding and you're hyper-focused up here. You're not here. You're obsessed here. And so in my journey, the disease of the world is that we're so hyper-focused on the future that we've discounted this very moment. And I lived that way. I was hyper-focused on the future. Why? Because I was flawed in the moment. My life, my upbringing was flawed. I was flawed. And the only way to get out of that was to get to that future moment that I created in my mind based on an illusion. If I get there, somehow that's going to fix everything. Somehow that's going to make everything better. And what I found is that no matter where I, no matter where I went, there I was. And what I found was in my journey that now is the only place we have. Now is the only place we have and cultivating presence the state of being in this very moment is both an art and science. Pause and breathe. Allow. The sand is going to flow through. It's not going to stop. You can't stop it. You can't go back and you can't jump ahead. You can only work from this point and make now better in our relationships, first in ourselves, loving ourselves today, not to get to some other relationship, get to some other person that's going to make my situation better. I cultivate inside and I expand out rather than trying to get to that place where I believe I'm going to be whole. Whole starts today. So right behind me is, I believe it's Route 29, and I'm right off the DNR Canal. And that's the Delaware and Raritan River Canal. It's a canal. This is amazing. It was completed in 1834. It was dug by hand mostly by Irish immigrants. It's 70, 66 miles long and 70 feet, 75 feet wide. 66 miles long and 75 feet wide, hand dug by Irish immigrants, completed in 1834. And it was used mostly to run Pennsylvania coal to New York. By 1932, they stopped using it for those purposes as uh, that right around the onset of the automobile, I would imagine I dig in the history a little bit more, but it's an incredible place. I will get you some footage on that. I'm really driving this home today because it's about going deeper into the things that we already know. And I want to invite you to go deeper. And the other thing we talk about with the hourglass is that we can be intentional right? Imagine it flows, time is always flowing. And then we can be intentional about maybe directing it. But even in that process, we still cannot determine exactly how that sand is going to land in that in the bottom. 
And then we may even be focused where we're focused on a set area. We have a vision that we've cultivated in the moment and we're focused. Maybe like Thomas Edison, focused. Now, in that case, he was trying to get to a, a case with the light bulb. But I would venture to say that in Thomas Edison's case, if you dig deeper, he fell in love with the process. He fell in love with each failure because each failure he discovered a new way it wouldn't work as we talk about in the Flashpoint show with the light bulb. Will you fall in love with the process? Will you embrace right now or are you hyper-focused in getting to the future at the detriment of right now? Let's see if we can change that and create an expansion from right now rather than trying to get to a hyper-focused to get somewhere. That's the hourglass today. And by the way, just consistently, I want to invite you to pause and breathe in this. We're going to, we're going to do that all throughout the show. And I'm really excited to introduce this, which we introduced the last show. Here we go. This is our new cup. The power of pure presence is mugs. We're going to eventually make these available. Shout out to my cousin, Mike Doherty. He saw what we were doing and he jumped in and was like, let me see what I can create for you. And there we have the cup. And we use the cup, not only is it, <laughs> it's got the logo on there, but it's more about, it was a metaphor that I started with where it's the same thing of observation, right? To be fully present, I liken it to two ways. One, we can observe. What do you hear? You hear more traffic today. You hear motorcycles. You might hear the birds, right? So every time we stop and observe, we, we step away from the procession or the parade of thinking. One thought, another thought, another thought. And the challenge is we can become attached to some of these thoughts that are from a program that's not serving us. And then we might think we're flawed. I'm flawed. Meanwhile, it's just a wrong program. Every time we stop and observe a bird, a noise, there's a gap. There's a space in the thinking and we can allow. And that observation is like filling up the cup with something new. And that filling up the cup could arise in the external world. But what we what we want is for that connection to the deeper part of you, the deeper part of your being. And then from there, when you connect, what rises up from that space is incredibly powerful. And we talked about on the show before that how powerful it is and we use nature as a medium for this connection and that nature is nothing more than a connection to the divine, to infinity, to the present moment. It's the present moment is the, is the gateway to the infinite. It's a gateway to the infinite. It's an ever flowing process. And I love it because when I, even as I'm explaining it, it's like as, as things unfold, it's like each moment is waiting for us to be in it, right? We don't, but like 
as we get older, we have more thoughts that bounce around our mind, right? Think about this. And it's so easy to just get lost in the noise of the thinking and just forget that there's a deeper part of us. There's a deeper part of me. There's a deeper part of you that can be accessed. And so through the cup, we can observe, we can practice this presence. We can breathe deep. We can listen. We can allow our belly to expand. We can notice the pause between each breath, the top and the bottom of each breath. And then we can set an intention or whatever rises up in and expand out from there. Become friends with the pause. Add awareness to yourself, to what's happening. And the one thing I want to bring up now is the awareness of what's happening in your body. And throughout this show today, I'm actually going to be taking some standing breaks and I will pan around to let you see the location a little bit more here. Like, for example, the more we can feel into our body, what's happening is the more we are drawing in presence. So if I can feel what's happening, like I can feel, for example, my left foot, I can feel the blood flowing through my left foot. It's happening now. It's the sand coming through the glass. And so that may sound weird. Well, if you've ever been in this before, you're like, what does that mean? Your left foot? Why are you like, that may sound silly to some of you. Some of you are like, no, I, I get it. But if it sounds silly to you, that is what's happening in the moment. And so through the practice of feeling into the body is the same thing as dialing into the sand as it comes through the hourglass. And then when we make this a, an ongoing practice, we can be incredibly empowered and allow the moment to unfold and avoid the constant manipulation of the moment. Think about it. What does society operate with? Mostly it's, it's the constant manipulation of the moment. This moment's not good. I need to manipulate it to make it better. Think about it. We're in a state of constant manipulation of a person, place, or thing. It's got to be better. I got to make it better. I got to make this better. I got to make that better. And I want to clarify that improvement is such a, is so important. But if improvement is robbing you of now, then that's not improvement. That's the ego. Can you be comfortable with the void, even during this show? 
Some of you listening to this, you might have a practice of meditation. And I think it's great because it does. There's so much power and there's a lot of science and research on meditation. And there's certainly a place for that. I believe for this show, and I'm going to talk about this, it's an ongoing practice of mini meditations throughout the day. Or, and, and forget the word meditation. It's a simple pause and breathe and notice. Pause and breathe and notice. And then you're instantly, you're in the moment. And I'm going to read from the everyday uh, peace cards from Thich Nhat Hanh. And he has this thing called a walking meditation. So you don't have to sit in a funny position. You don't have to even sit for an hour. You take three to four minutes. I do it every single day almost. And I'm going to do it now during the course of the show. stand up. I want to invite you to stand up and whatever's coming up, this is what we say, is whatever's coming up for you, embrace that first because it's arising in the present moment. And the moment you put awareness on it is the moment it, it starts to evolve. So whatever comes up in the moment, if it's resisted, it will intensify and get bigger. If it's observed without trying to manipulate it, it will evolve and dissolve unless it's something pure and positive that you want to expand out. The negative can evolve and, dis and dissolve very quickly when we quit the battle and surrender. Because when we quit the battle and surrender, it's almost like a way we're, 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 we're shutting the ego down because the ego is obsessed with point A to point B. Your ego is obsessed, my ego. Point A to point B, point A to point B, point A to point B all day long because that's the way we've been programmed. And I'm not here to say that that's bad. I'm here to say that this is a different perspective, that we can expand out. And instead of trying to get from point A to point B, the mere expansion from point A is just inclusive of point B or point B becomes the fruit of the expansion of A. And we fall in love with the process. And we get to enjoy and live more for more fulfilled, not perfect, but better than the way society has been living. I am honored to be with you today. I'm grateful for you. Live playback, Apple TV, Amazon, Roku, wherever you're listening in E360 TV. You found this for a reason. Many of you have been searching for this all life long. And I'm going to share with you a story that's going to touch your heart. First, we're going to be in the moment. And I invite you to take a standing break. If you're not driving, you're not on the podcast. If you're listening live or playback, please take a moment and stand and breathe if you can. And uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to give you a nice little pan around the grounds a little bit more. It's a beautiful day here. I do have some bugs flying around my face, but hey, they don't know. They're just doing their thing, aren't they? Right? So here we go. Let's stand up.
This is the New Jersey side, as I said, near Titusville, New Jersey, which runs right along the Delaware River. And this is Washington Crossing State Park. This is where George Washington and the men settled sometime between Christmas, Christmas Eve, Christmas. Yeah, somewhere between Christmas Eve and Christmas. And then they marched nine miles up to Trenton in a vicious snowstorm. Really bad storm came through that night, as history would have it. But I'm going to step out for a moment, and I want you to, to invite you to take three deep breaths. If you're um, live here, you can see the scenery. If you're on the podcast or wherever you're listening, you might hear some wind, you might hear some cars, some nature. Just take a moment and give yourself the gift. Allow your belly to expand. As we talk about, get, the, get that air down deep into your lungs. It, there's tissue down there, uh, strands, if you will. I have to get the formal scientific term that once they receive that oxygen, it literally fires up your body, your heart and your brain become in sync. You're, you're just in a deeper, better place. You're out of fight or flight. It doesn't take a lot. It can happen in a breath or two to three. So we're going to do that right now. Find that deepest breath of the day. Maybe hold it for a second. And welcome back. Welcome back. And I want to call out our beautiful sponsor, Duchess DJ Love. You'll see that banner on the screen down there. Gallivanting like a royal, Duchess DJ has traveled 50 countries. I'm sorry, 50 United States, all 50 United States and 10 countries. And she is bringing this idea of travel like a royal, even if you're on a budget. So you want to make sure you connect. And get, make sure you connect with her, give her a shout out. And uh, whether she's uh, in the chat, make sure you say hello. And I want to move on with the show here. I have some more interesting things to share with you. Uh, the first thing I want to do is share this book that I picked up. So this is a little bit of a deep dive, but it came up in the present moment. I didn't plan on it. Uh, I started reading this book here. It's called The Five Regrets of the Dying. I hope that comes across on the video. It's Top Five Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. It sounds a little morbid, but there's a lot of study about people that are dying. The ego burns away. And here's a beautiful story of a woman, middle age, who unfortunately was nearing the end. And this book is about Bronnie Ware, who 
through her expansion into life. And she didn't seek this out. She ended up being these companions and kind of a pseudo caretaker for these people that were dying. She got a reputation. And then over a period of years, she extracted what she learned from these people. And it's through death that we learn more about life. So while it sounds morbid, death distills it down to its simplicity. And this is a story that I'm going to dive into. Uh, this woman was, there's a conversation. Her name was Kath. And she's about, I think she was like 50 something, 51 maybe. And she ended up coming to, to the end. She was in her last days and, and Bronnie was with her. And there's some incredible conversation that ensued. But the title of this, before I dive in, the title of this was called Happiness is Now. Happiness is Now. And it's about this interaction with Bronnie and this woman, Kath, as she took care of her. And I'll read from, I'm going to read little different excerpts. I might jump around a little bit because it's a long chapter, but I want to grab the essence of it for you during the show today. Um, so Bronnie was spending time with this woman and she coined her like a philosopher and all these things were coming out as she approached the end. And she, here's a little interaction here I'll read. They were sitting together and she said, listen to the birds, she smiled. We both sat quietly delighting in its song, smiling even more when we heard its mate reply from a tree further up the street. Every day is a gift now. Every day was always a gift, but it's only now I have slowed down enough to truly see the huge amount of beauty each day offers. We take so much for granted. Listen, different songs rang out from a few nearby trees. I'm gonna move on a little bit. This is a powerful, powerful story. She was right, every day in itself is a gift and a blessing. It is all we ever have anyway. The moment we are in. For the past 20 years, I, I had kept a gratitude journal. This is, this is Bronnie talking now. I wrote down a few things I was grateful for at the end of the day. Often, there was lots of things to be grateful for. Occasionally, through the darkest times, I struggled to come up with any. I felt so emotionally exhausted at those times that even finding blessings was an effort. Yet, I always persisted. Even then, I would manage to find things to be grateful for, like clean water, somewhere to sleep, food in my belly, a smile from a stranger, or a bird singing. As I explained to Kath, I had create, I had to create two habits until they merged into one. And this is the point. While I was appreciating things at the end of the day, when writing them down, it had taken a commitment to develop the habit of appreciating things as they were happening as well, particularly intricate things. So I created a new habit of saying a silent prayer of thanks 
at the very moment each of the gifts was given. And I'm going to pause for a moment. I just want you to pause and, and grab a moment of gratitude. Grab a moment of gratitude right now. What are you grateful for in this very moment? I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful that we get to spend this time together. I'm grateful for the, the ability to stream something like this around the world. And I'm grateful for the challenges to get to this point, to be able to even do this, navigating the challenges to be here. Write in the chat what you're grateful for. Share it. Let's augment it. And I want to invite you to share this with one person. If this is moving you, just hit share. It's, it's simple. Just hit share. Send it to somebody the best way you can through Facebook Messenger or copy the YouTube link and just text it to them. The world needs this now. The world needs to know that we can live more fully right now. And the one theme that before I get into the rest of the thing here, which we'll, we'll share the graphic at some point if we didn't already, we shall not cease from exploration. And in all of our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time. While that could be an individual message for you, it's also relative to the collective. Society has done all the exploring and it's never going to stop because we shall not cease from exploration. But we need to be more aware to return to where we started and know the place for the first time. And I propose that that place is this present moment, being in the present moment as it unfolds. Back to the reading. Being grateful for nature had always been effortless in the moment. An example I gave was if a soft breeze kissed my face, I was grateful for being healthy enough to be outside and be able to feel it. Still, I wanted to be more grateful for other things along the way too. Although writing in the journal had certainly opened me up to a stronger level of gratitude, it was the success of living more presently that I had finally brought gratitude into my everyday living situations. There is something to say thank you for every hour I decided, and that was how my habit was formed. And I just propose that you take a hold of this every time you hear a bird sing some kind of a trigger Use it as a reminder for you to be in the present moment and even cultivate gratitude and appreciation. But I would say the practice of being present is a precursor, just as she said, to the, to the practice of gratitude. Presence requires gratitude. Observing what's coming up, like, observation allows things to come into the cup and then we can be grateful for them as it unfolds you can still write your big gratitude lists still do the meditations if that's what you do but this is really about cultivating this as life unfolds 
not partitioning it out to the future or someday. And this is one of my biggest lessons that I continue to work on, just being in the moment when the crap's going wrong, everything seems to be going wrong. Well, if, I, if we practice today, pause and breathe, then we get more prepared that when the things heat up and the storms kick up, we can be more grounded and allow the unfolding of life and then be intentional. And then we can maybe be intentional and start to focus or be intentional about how it's unfolding. Add, add more positive energy to the unfolding, if you will. And then we become a part of it. So I'm going to jump ahead here a little bit. Because this has just been a powerful, powerful read. So this is jumping ahead into the chapter when she's getting into bed. She says, once settled back into bed, she said, I'm not sorry for how I lived because I have learned through most of what I have done. But if I was to do anything differently, given the chance again, I would have allowed more happiness in. I was a little puzzled to hear these words from her. By now I had heard them from other clients, but Kath appeared to, appeared to be a happy person. Well, as happy as one can be, when you are dying and feel absolutely awful in your body through the process. I questioned her on this while explaining that she had loved her work. She admitted to putting got a little ant crawling up me in the present moment. While explaining that she had loved her work, she admitted to putting too much emphasis on the results. Kath had worked on projects for troubled youths and believed that making a contribution was a vital for, for a satisfying life. We, we all have talents to share, every single one of us. It doesn't matter what your job is. What matters is that you are trying to make a conscious contribution, hoping to create a better world. Kath elaborated, the only way things are going to improve is for us all to realize the inner connectedness we share. Nothing good can be done alone. If only we learn to grow and work together for, for the good of all, instead of against each other and in competition and fear, the world would be vastly improved place. <laughs> I got a fly landing on me, but there's so much to draw from this. And I, I want to go back. So here's this woman, she's dying, and she's basically saying that if only I would have lived to more in the moment, if only I would have allowed more happiness in as life was unfolding, even though she's doing all this great work in the world, she's still hyper-focused on getting from point A to point B, and she's not allowing life in. And here she is dying, and the way Bronnie describes it is that, and I would say, here's my words. She says she appeared to be happy, Here's what I say, peace that passeth all understanding. Why? Because she found the present moment and that's where life is. It's the deeper being, but we don't need, we don't need to go through 
such a traumatic experience to do it. We can do it right now through the practice of, through pause and breathe, through developing the practice of living more fully now. These words are gonna take on more meaning as we travel together with this show. They will take on more meaning for you. They will take on more meaning for me. We will continue to live more fully now. We will let life touch us. We will let life in. We will harness the power of the present moment. I'm gonna go on to read a little bit more here because there's more that I wanna share with you. I'm gonna jump ahead here for a moment. We all have a positive contribution to make. I have made mine, but while I was searching for my purpose in life, I forgot to enjoy myself along the way. It was all about the result of finding what I was looking for. Then when I find work I loved, then when I did find work I loved, work I could do with the heartfelt intention of contributing, I was still result-based. This was something I had seen often. They were also familiar words from other clients. While working towards goals, the present moment is too often neglected along the way. This is what Kath was talking about. Her happiness was based on the end result, and she was not enjoying the process of getting there. I commented that none of us were immune from doing that at times, and it makes sense. And she, and she continued, yes, but this way I have robbed myself of potential happiness. That's what I mean when I say I would do it differently. It's important, sure, to work towards finding your purpose and contributing to the world in any capacity, but depending on the end result for your happiness is not the way to do it. Gratitude for every day along the way is the key to acknowledging and enjoying happiness. not when the results come in or when you retire or when this or that happens. Kath sighed exhausted from her fervent outburst, but with the need to be heard, as was so often the case. Pause and breathe. Your life is now. It's not in the future illusion of someday. Set your intentions, have your vision, even dare to dream as big as you possibly can, but not at the cost of robbing your joy today. Cultivate your joy today now as it unfolds because here's what i know you already have everything you need inside of you all the good 
all the purpose, all the passion is there. You merely need to discover it, however small that seed is. Be fully in the moment, be grateful, and tap into that love that's already in your, your DNA, every fiber, and expand out from there. You are not flawed. You are pure love. Type that in, hashtag pure love. And even if you want to say, I am pure love, I am loved. I am love and I am loved. If you have a journal, I want you to just type, type in or type in the chat whatever's coming through. I'm going to stand up. I want to give you a moment to process that. That was a really a deep dive into somebody who lived their life doing good things in the world. Like somebody who was contributing at a, at a pretty high level, doing good things in the world, but realized she had sacrificed her happiness. But here's what I want to say. Here's the peace. She discovered it. And it goes on to talk about that in the, in the chapter. She was a happy person. She had experienced the peace that passeth all understanding. So while it seems like a sad story, it's really a heartwarming story. And it's something that we all can learn from now. Austin's going to stand up. We got some people coming through, a family. We're going to give you a, a nice look around again, take a deep breath. Uh, I don't know. I feel like you need to look this way. Calling your name. Give yourself the gift of a breath. Right now, we're going to keep doing it. We're going to master this. By allowing this. I want to thank you for being here today. We still have some ground to cover. We have motorcycles. You may be able to see the water off in the distance. So that's the Delaware River. And if I have time, we'll make time. We will walk over there and get a view. I'll take you with me for this show, as we often do. But I wanted to add some more context. And I, I want to share with you this, because this is really interesting. As I was preparing for this show, it, it literally arose in the present moment. I didn't have to fight, struggle. It literally came through me. The book chapter, I had, I had something told me to bring the book with me today. I wasn't even planning on that story. So I just want to tell you, that is the power of being in the now being in the, in the present moment. Then I reached in and grabbed the everyday peace card here, which I brought with me. The very first card I grabbed after I read the book, this card's got 108 cards in it. And this is the card I grabbed. Beginning the day. Every 24 hour day is a tremendous gift 
to us. So we all should learn to live in a way that makes joy and happiness possible. We can do this. I begin my day by making an often offering of incense while following my breath. I think to myself, this day is a day to live fully and make the vow to live each moment of it in a way that is beautiful, solid, and free. This only takes me three or four minutes, but it gives me a great deal of pleasure. You can do the same thing when you wake up, breathe in and tell yourself that a new day has been offered to you and you have to be here to live it. This is Teek Nhat Hanh and I want to go deeper. Do it now. This moment, I can live fully now. Despite what has been, despite the mistakes that I've made, despite the things I'm worried about in this current situation, maybe of, of really is not in this moment, but it's up here, things We can be free from that right now. But I have so much to do, you don't understand. So much has happened. You just tell me I just need to pause and breathe and everything's gonna be okay. Honor your journey. Things have happened to you. Things will happen. But it's what we're doing right now. And and here in this case with Teek Nhat Han, he's setting an intention. He, it's a practice, three to four minutes in a day, setting an intention. So again, the cup, I'm going to go back to the cup. I'm observing the day as it unfolds. And then I put my intention in there and I allow it to germinate and then I bring it with me that's the purpose of this show to bring it with you throughout the day as a reminder and by the way I've been doing short videos along the way that <laughs> I got visitors what can I say this is real this is real life this is reality TV <laughs> Um, <laughs> my thought just went away, but it'll come back. So, but just to close out this, uh, this was a card that I pulled and it perfectly supplements what we we're just talking about in that book. So I'm going to put that away. And 
I want to thank you for being here today. It's we got about 10 or 11 minutes left. And I want to give you a moment uh, in the chat there. What's coming through for you today? What's arising in your present moment? Are you learning to live more in the present moment? Be okay with the pause. Allow the sand to flow in your life. Hear the wind through the trees. Present moment is always waiting for you. It's always there. There's always an invitation to be present. With our time here today, I want to remind you to take this with you today, to take this with you this week, to reference back to the show, to be aware if you drift the moment you realize you've drifted, the moment you realize you're hyper-focused on the future, the moment you realize you're spending time focusing on the past, you have a choice. Many people will go, oh, I messed up. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't be focusing on the past. Austin said, be in the present moment. I shouldn't be regretting, uh, shouldn't be worrying about the future. I shouldn't be regretting the past. Here's what I ask you to do for me and for you. Just be aware of it. Because the moment you're aware of it, void of judgment, that is the micro moment you step back into the present moment. And then it dissolves like a vapor. We talked about on the one of the shows that everything is constantly changing. There's nothing that stays static. Our lives are constantly changing. The weather's constantly changing. And what we can do is create this beautiful synergy where we use the metaphor of the tree. The storms are going to come through, but the tree's roots the tree's roots stay grounded. So here we go. The tree and its roots consistently stay grounded, even though the leaves may blow in the wind. 
I want to thank you for joining me today on this glorious day for another episode of Power of Pure Presence. If you're in the chat, live playback, I want you to put your final thoughts in there, whether it's pause and breathe, I am pure love, I will learn to live more fully in the moment. If this has moved you in any way, I ask that you share it and continue to take this with you, just as we learned about through Kath's story, through Brani's story, through the reading from Thich Nhat Hanh. Can we live more fully now? Can we allow more happiness in? Can we be kinder to ourselves? Can we love ourselves? And let that joy in today and expand out from this moment. Can we step away from the hyper-obsessive thinking about the future? Can we somehow taste just a little seed of that peace that passeth all understanding? shall not cease some exploration and in all of our exploring we shall arrive where we started and know the place for the first time the present moment is always here just for you my name is Austin I want to thank you for listening today to our show power to a presence and I want to invite you to join me next week, Sunday at 10 a.m. for another incredible episode at another beautiful location as we press on with the power of pure presence. Bye for now.